the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the Arthur Idala Power Hour, sponsored by Hempleaf. We won't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. Portions of this program are pre-recorded. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Well, let's start this Wednesday night off with the one, the only, Joni Pelzer. Joni, why Here's are we my st- song. Why are we starting off with you, Joni? No, you got applause today. You oh. Why are we starting off with you? Because today is... International Women's Day, March 8th, 2023. Now, why did D- D- Diana Fabi say it was like some socialist thing? She doesn't something? want to be part of it. She said, I want nothing to do with it. She said communists and socialists and activists run it right now. And it was actually started as a socialist kind of movement last century. And then the U.N. adopted it. It's really about equity. And it's equality. about equity. Well, that, you know, really we, we have three female guests on today. Very, very special ones, by the way. One you handpicked. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, and and um, one is a, a newcomer to the show and the other two are, are veterans. Um, so I want to just talk real quick before we get to our three guests. I guess, are we doing one a segment? Is that what's happening? Yes, we're going to do one okay. a segment. So Joni is here. And Sam Bellino, are you Sam Bellino, are you there? Of course I am. And are you going to talk like this when you like, <laughs> like when you do the Hembley thing? Is that what you're going to talk like? Look. I just, I don't want to put anything on my body that I wouldn't put in it, Arthur. There we go. I By love it. By the way, it. Matt, he has a huge, I'm talking like a court-sized container of hemp leaf on his desk. Listen, I, I like, don't be putting that on when you've got myself. Like, a light on your head. How's that uh, icy pot and elixir? Look, I, I haven't just ju- di- dove into it yet. I have not dove, dubbed dove, into it, dived, dived into, into it, it, dived into it, I guess, yet. I'll get there. You know, well, it I'm, is Wellness Wednesday. I'm in too. pretty good shape. I, you know, luckily I'm not really. That's not that necessary. Is Alex in the house? By the way, yeah. I thought when Johnny was saying about a court, I thought that was already on your head for you know your shiny bald head. But I'm glad that's not the case. So, how are you, Arthur? I'm good. I'm good. What's going on? We with have you, a special Alex? guest here. Luca too. Joseph just walked in on a, well, uh, a Wellness Wednesday. Uh, oh yeah, his well, we got Alex's song. Go ahead, Alex. Well, here's the breaking news tonight. Uh, as heard on AM 970, The Answer earlier today, Jim Beheim is officially retiring after 47 seasons. 47 wow. seasons, Arthur. At Syracuse, Syracuse. At Syracuse, yes. And, of course, he won in 2003 with Carmelo Anthony. So there you go. But yeah. uh, what, a, what a resume. And I went to SUNY Oswego right nearby. 
Did either of you ever get to the Dome? I got to ask that real quick. Yes, of course. All right, so I want to talk about what I did today. Well, first of all, yeah, I'll tell you what I did today. First of all, I was awakened at 5 a.m. with a New York Times article. The um, headline says, Adam's ally moves quickly from City Hall to lucrative real estate work. That's the main headline. The sub-headline says, Frank Carone, who stepped down as Mayor Eric Adams' chief of staff in December, has found work with two commercial real estate titans, including one seeking a casino. And it is a, um, it's a, you know, it's a pretty extensive article, and it tries. This was my takeaway from it. It tries to like jab Carone. Uh, and who, by the way, is a very good friend of mine. He was the chief of staff of, of to the mayor. He's been on this show many times. Um, so they, they're trying to, like, give him a hard time. But there's really nothing that he's done to give a hard time about. Um, the last sentence uh, of the of the article um, has to do with Eric Adams having uh, – having done some events at a building uh, when Frank was the chief of staff, and now Frank represents the realtors of that building. So they're trying to say, like, during the time he was in office, he was setting this all up. They love to use the word lucrative. They want to make a show like he's he used his time in, in office or is in City Hall uh, as an opportunity to, to line things up uh, for his post uh, city hall career. They talk about they want to pass another law that you can't lobby um, city hall for for two years. Right now it's one year. Meanwhile, Caron has already said that his new company, Oak Tree, it will not be lobbying city hall uh, um, and or any of the people in the executive branch. And even though he's allowed to lobby the commissioners, he's not going to be doing that either. Someone is quoted in there saying Mr. Crone has much loftier goals than just um, being a lobbyist for in city government. So <clears throat> that was the beginning of the day. Yeah, I wasn't thrilled with the article. I, you know, I don't, I don't think it was. Yeah, you know, I think Frank deserves better. That's that's the bottom line. Um, <clears throat> you know, when you take the financial haircut that he took to serve this 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 city. Um, you know, you're allowed, I mean, he was always in private practice. He was always an entrepreneur. It's not like this was a guy who was always in city government and now he's starting to create something new. He was always very entrepreneurial. He always was very heavily involved in the law. I don't know if he's going to be doing as much lawyering. Quite frankly, I hope he throws me that work. Um, but I, um, you know, he's always looking for, he's a big, like, what's the next deal I could be involved in? And he has been investigated and looked after the Daily News and different city agencies. He's been clean as a whistle. So, you know, what are they going to say? Haters going to hate, 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 hate. Um, but let's talk about great things. What was great today, Sam Bellino, you got a little tumble and dice uh, floating around there. What was great today was I was able to go to Luca Joseph's high school where he is a uh, a junior. He has a straight A average. And um, to be honest with you, going from classroom to classroom, talking to all the teachers, the entire conversation is less than five minutes. And it's like I'm listening to a tape 
when I go into every room because they're all say he's so diligent. Uh, he's cool, calm and collected. He's got an A average. He um, uh, all his assignments are done on time. And uh, but it's interesting. They invite Luca into the room to meet with his mom and I. But he always stays outside. Luca, why do you stay outside the room? Because I already know what they're going to say. Oh, you already know that they're going to do great. Well, then um, when we finished at, at Lucas School in Queens, we then took a ride to Nassau County. And Luca, where did we go? Adelphi. Adelphi University, because we just started the college tour. And Luca, what are your thoughts about Adelphi University? It's a very nice college. Yeah, you, you like the campus and all that? Yes. And you like the students and the clientele? Oh, the, the student body that you, we saw today? Yes, I do. What did you think of the tour? It was a very cool tour. What was the kid's name who gave us the tour? Um, Tim. Tim. <laughs> Dad helped you on that one. Um, but here's the interesting part, Luca, is that what you will see and what our listeners already know is that um, there's a Rolling Stones song called Time Waits for No One and It Won't Wait for Me. And I could remember so clearly going to see colleges with your grandparents and, and your Aunt Lori, my sister, um, in Washington, D.C., in Boston, upstate New York. And I, I, those feelings that I have not felt in, I don't know, 30-something years, almost 40 years, you know, they came rushing back that kind of, it's a combination of the fear of the unknown but the excitement for the future. Did you feel that a little bit, Luca? Yes, I did. Were you a little bit, like, nervous walking around the campus? A little bit, not very nervous. Were you excited? Partially. Okay. We saw the dorms. We saw the cafeteria. And I was all suited up because I had to come back to work. I had to meet clients. But I really wish I was wearing, like, jeans and a sweatshirt and cause I and a, and a baseball cap because I felt like I could have jumped at any one of those tables and started hanging out with these kids and just had a good time. The amount of electronics that they all have around them is, is frightening. Anything else you want to say there, Luca Joseph? Not really. You no. good? You good for now? Right now, we're gonna go see a couple more schools. Yes. Okay. Um, you know, Luca is a much better student than I ever was, and um, like a much, much, much better student than I ever was. So he will have a lot of uh, opportunities if he goes there. He'll follow my brother oh, yes. and my dad and my sister-in-law. You should have run over and said hi to Rosie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I um, I, I really, I really. How to walk down memory lane, though. Those of us who have, have completed college, it, there is a an excitement um, about starting anew and um, just experiencing something new, a new environment, a new people, new friends. It's mm-hmm. you know the baseball team was playing a real game and going to watch the teams and rooting things on. It's it's I, I, Luke. I'm very very excited for you, and uh, you have such a promising future. And um, one of your cheerleaders is going to be our next guest on the show. That would be Mary Ann Bertuna, who held you in her arms the day after you were born. Um, and then I'm going to have another one of your cheerleaders. You know who the next one's going to want after that? Judge Patricia Demango. She loves Luca. She loves her Luca. So here on International Women's Day with Joni Pelzer sitting next to me. Stay tuned for Marianne, followed by Judge Domango, and then Lauren Fix. It's an all-woman day here on Wednesday on the Idola Power Hour. Time 
Today, it's Wellness Wednesday on Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Sponsored by Balance of Nature, the whole fruit and vegetable capsule delivering your maximum nutrition in every dose. 100% whole food nutrition with the taste, smell, and color of pure fruits and veggies. as nature intended just for you. Try them now and see for yourself. 35% off and free shipping. Call now, 800-2468-751 or balanceofnature.com. And don't miss Wellness Wednesday tonight at 7 p.m. on AM 970. The answer. Are you struggling with your electric bill? JCPNDL cares and is here to help. Income eligible residential JCPNDL customers may qualify for monthly bill credits, debt forgiveness, and other programs. Call 1 800 662 3115 today or visit firstenergycorp.com slash billassist to learn more. This message, sponsored by JCPNDL and aired in cooperation with the New Jersey Broadcasters Association and this station. So, you know what time it is. It is time to talk about Connors and Sullivan. You know, I just talked about being on a college campus and feeling young, feeling a teenager. I started college when I was 17 years old, and boy, did I think I was invincible. You know why? I was invincible when I was 17 years old. The words of Uncle Angelo, I go three days without sleeping. Well, you know what? That, that ain't the case anymore. When you're healthy, you think you don't need a power of attorney or a healthcare proxy. You think, oh, worried about that when I'm older or become sick. Well, you know what? Most of us are older. Thank God we're not sick. So let's do it now. Let's get on the ball. Call Carters and Sullivan, 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. You do not want the state getting involved in your business. You don't want the courts getting involved in, the, in your business. You want to have people who have a power of attorney in case you can't sign things when you're alive, a healthcare proxy in case you can't talk to your doctors when you're alive. This will en- enable who you choose, like my case, it's Marianne, to she could sign my name if the health if the power of attorney gets executed. If I'm in a position in the, in the hospital and I can't talk, she can make decisions for me. You should have the same thing. Call Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law doing this for 40 years, know their stuff, 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. That's what I was just told. To tell you how my wife, Mary Ambertuna, juggles on International Women's Day, uh, I just said, so Sam Bellino goes, Mary is not answering. I'm like, oh, boy. It is 6.20. She probably has Ariana on one arm and doing Arthur's homework on another. But no, that's not true. She's like, I'm finishing up a conference call. I'm so sorry. Have Matt call me again. Um, Mary Ann, let's, let's take the wife part out of it. Um, cause I can actually do that, um, with, with all sincerity, Marion and I met at a wedding in 1999. Uh, she did not have a summer job. 
She interned for me. She second sat me on a homicide. We got an acquittal. She second sat my father on a federal case. They got an acquittal. Then I tried the Abe Hirschfeld case when she went back to school, but school was right by the courthouse. Uh, she was with me and Mario Romano basically through the whole trial in between all of her classes. We got a, a hung jury, which is unbelievable result considering the evidence against him. He actually went to trial after that with another lawyer and was convicted in three hours and did a year plus in prison. Um, Marianne then uh, interned. I placed her in a couple of internships when she was still in law school. And when she graduated law school, I said, well, you could work at the DA's office. I could get you a clerkship for a judge. And she looked at me kind of like upset. And I was like, what's the matter? And she's like, well, I really kind of want to work with you. And I was like, okay, are you sure? I mean, I mean, we worked so well together, but I didn't want to be selfish because I wanted to have her to have a great full experience. Um, and that was in basically 2001. And um, then she second sat me on a homicide where there was a conviction, but it was reversed on appeal. Uh, and she became an associate. Then she became my named partner, Idala Bertuna, and um, she has grown into really a spectacular lawyer. She was the president of the Colombian Lawyers Association following my dad being the president. I was the president, and then Marianne was the president. She is now, besides being a partner in this firm, one of her uh, roles is she is the counsel to the public administrator of Brooklyn, New York, which means when someone dies and they don't have a next of kin or a will to tell people what to do uh, because they didn't go to Connors and Sullivan to set things up. Uh, and that's true. There are many people in Brooklyn who are in that position, and that's why we tell you go to Connors and Sullivan. Uh, Marianne basically becomes the lawyer for that unidentified person or that person without a next of kin. Um, she is a mother, a wife, a sister, a daughter, a daughter-in-law, an aunt, a cousin, a best friend, um, and she's my best friend. And. Um, she, uh, every time, as they say in the song that I chose to be our wedding song, I think she's amazing just the way she is. So on International Woman's Day, here is the greatest woman I get to spend my life with, Marianne Bertuna. Hi, Marianne. Oh, hi. What an introduction. I, I'm blushing. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, Marianne, I, I, um, I, I just want to talk seriously yeah. because you, you mention it from time to time about the difficulties of being a woman in the law. And especially, I mean, you practice in several areas of law. You practice, obviously, in the surrogates area of law. Um, you practice in the real estate area of law. But you practice in the criminal area of law. And when you started 20 years ago, I'm sorry to give you up, but it was 20 years, more than 20 years ago, actually. I started very young, remember that. Very, very, yes. You were a teenager, right? Um, I was right. I was right out of law school. Yeah, I went from college straight to law school. So There was, there were very few women um, in your capacity as being a, not working for the DA's office, not working for legal aid. Um, or one of the defender services, you know, just being in private practice. There were not a lot of them at all, women. And now there are many more. So just tell the people who are listening this evening, you know, what has the experience been like and how have you seen the growth of women in the law? Well, I, I have to say, fortunately, it's grown tremendously. There is such a respect for women in the law, all areas of the law. Uh, it wasn't always that way, 
I, I remember sitting in the front row in criminal court. I think it was it was Judge Miller's part, so jury one, and an older gentleman asked me to pick up his briefcase because it fell over. And I I was shocked, really. And he said, aren't you a secretary or an assistant? I said, no, I'm counsel. Uh, but since he was older, you know, no, me, so polite. I, of course, I, I picked up the briefcase because what was the point? I was helping him. I really didn't know what he meant by that until he said, aren't you just like a secretary or an assistant. And I have to say, I'll never forget that. It didn't happen many times after that, but it happens in different ways. Not like, you know, you don't realize it as it's happening, but now a woman walks into a courtroom and, and really luckily, fortunately, I think has the same respect or if not more, uh, than than male counterparts. Can you say that? So yes. Were you was, it, were you yeah. ever treated differently? Were you think like in the district attorney's office or by opposing counsel uh-huh. because you were a young woman as opposed to a young man? Well, I th- when I, I mean this is going back to when I first started. Other examples. I'll never forget the case we had with Sotheby's when I was. Oh my God! I remember. That yeah, I remember that. Really amazing. I uh, these are the things I remember, uh, and it was me. Like I, I, I was sad to be in my early twenties, and a postal worker client of ours received a package in the mail that was apparently this million-dollar painting. Okay, and when he received it, he knew it was valuable. He just didn't know how valuable. And he did the right thing and reported it. And then Sotheby's had a meeting with us, or Christie's, I think it was, had a meeting. And it was supposed to be me and the other lawyer. So they come to the conference room in our offices in Manhattan, the other office at the time. And I, it was, um, what's the word? It was at least four counsel from their attorney's office. They, I think, had the police outside the office, I want to say. They did, yes. Or they threatened to have the police outside the office. And I, I didn't bring the painting to the meeting. I knew you, that. You, were, you, were like 25, you were like 25 <laughs> right, years like, old, and you were like a lawyer for two minutes. Right, but I knew enough not to bring the painting to the meeting until I was able to negotiate a finder's fee because that's what the client deserved. It was all legal. He didn't steal the painting. It was a finder's fee. And they expected me to turn the, the um, painting over. And they thought because they outnumbered me, and it was all men, all males, and threatened that. The, I said, well, we need to negotiate. And I held my ground, and we ended up getting a significant fee for our client. And I don't, you know, <laughs> right, I don't now know let what me, they thought. Let, I, no, I remember. I remember. I remember yeah. Uncle Joe calling me and saying, what are you putting this little girl in the middle of? She's like, there's four guys and they're going crazy on her. But you held well, your own. On International You've... Women's Day to all the women out there, I got it done. You did get it done. One now, let me ask you another question. We have three yeah. minutes left. Tell me the advantages, the advantages that you have had as an attorney by being a woman. 
Um, you know, I, I I hope it's still okay to say all of these things, but I think women in general have a side to them that obviously men don't have. There's there is still a softer side. There's also a more a patient side. So especially just dealing with clients in general, I think a woman can be more patient and understanding and sympathetic, sometimes empathetic. Um, and I also just in general, my dealings with the, the bench, the judges, the prosecutors, you know, I've always conducted myself with grace and um, an understanding to both sides that I think has taken me so much further than I would have gone if I just came in with an attitude and tried to put on an air about me. And, and I think there's a, there are these qualities about women that really cl- our clients benefit from. And you'll, you'll hear every now and then a client, not every now and then, I take that back. I actually hear it more and more. I want a woman on my side. You know, so that's a great thing. And it's International okay, so- Women's Day, so we should celebrate that. So let, let me, let me, do, we'll end on this note and Sam Molino's going to give yes. you an extra minute. So you don't know how lucky you are. That oh, he's doing thank this you. Well, because I was a few minutes, I got stuck on a call. My apologies to everyone at Salem Communication. So, you know, you, yeah. you have a very, very active law practice. Uh, yet, yet you, you make Luca lunch on, on the days that he's with us. You do Arthur's homework and and tend to him basically like morning, noon, and night. And to sometimes you're still nursing our daughter Ariana. So, and I don't have any of those responsibilities. I mean, I have to like one time I had to get the snow off of your car in the morning. Um, besides that, you hold down the whole fort. So, to women out there who are listening and look at you for inspiration, um, you know what what is the secret to your success and the secret to balancing it all? Um, you know, <laughs> the secret to success, I think it's a juggling act and you have to prioritize. So when I'm in the office and when I'm working, I have to be all in. There's no time for lunch. There's no time for extracurricular phone calls. You just really have to do your work at the time set that you've given yourself for that day. And then it's really time to shift gears because Especially when you have young children, they need you. They do, but it's definitely a balancing act. I'll never so forget have, when I received. I, we have oh, forty. We have forty have seconds left. No, I oh, received I, I, a wonderful. Oh, oh okay. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I received, received a wonderful, wonderful award, and Judge Domingo gave me the award. And I remember she started off saying, "You'll always see the woman in the elevator." has all the packages in her hand, and she's running home. And you always see a man get on the elevator, and he's like, you know, strolling in with his briefcase and nothing else. And that that image always stands in my mind because it's true. You're getting the groceries. You're getting the backpack. You're getting the kids. The only thing I wanted to add, Marianne Bertuna, was that you 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 learned it all from Nanette Bertuna, your mother. Oh, my mom. Yeah, she is a businesswoman, and I had the fortunate ability to grow up in her world. But All right. I want to say uh, there are wonderful men, and I, and you are my wonderful man, and I learned so much from you. So thank you for making me a better woman. I love you so much. Oh, that was a nice ending. All right, folks, we got to take a break. We're coming back with Judge Domango, who Marianne just messaged, mentioned right after these messages. 
Today, it's Wellness Wednesday on Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Sponsored by Balance of Nature, the whole fruit and vegetable capsule delivering your maximum nutrition in every dose. 100% whole food nutrition with the taste, smell, and color of pure fruits and veggies. as nature intended just for you. Try them now and see for yourself. 35% off and free shipping. Call now, 800-2468-751 or balanceofnature.com. And don't miss Wellness Wednesday tonight at 7 p.m. on AM 970. The answer. Make sure to tune in this and every Saturday at noon to hear the lead guy, Nick DeMauro, Executive Director and CEO of LEAD, Law Enforcement Against Drugs and Violence, speak with experts, educators, and law enforcement about important issues affecting you and your children. Catch the new show, Battling Drugs and Violence, with the lead guy on AM 970 The Answer for topical information and insights from experts waging the battle against drugs and violence in your community. All right, so speaking of, what did you just say, Joe? I said, make sure you have my pages right there. Okay, Joan, I have your page. I have to to talk about Plaza College. You know, today, Joan can't get in trouble because it's International Women's Day. Unlike Monday, she got in trouble on Monday. A little bit, not big trouble. You know I've been talking about Plaza College. You know I've been talking about their court reporting program. Uh, Today, when I was at Adelphi, I saw many young women walking around with stethoscopes, and they said, Oh, we want to be nurses when we grow up. I said, you should go to Plaza College. You know why? They've been around since 1916. And they don't just have the court reporting school. They have a school of nursing. They have an accelerated Bachelor of Science in nursing program that can be completed in just 16 months. Students complete their curriculum in the new Center for Healthcare Simulation on Plaza's campus and within the best hospital systems in New York City. Plaza also has a dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It is incredible! If you want additional information regarding the programs that I just mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study, like their School of Business and Paralegal Studies or their School of Allied Health, just visit their website at plazacollege.edu. That's plaza, P-L-A-Z-A, college.edu. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Hello, this is John Leventhal. I am a partner in the law firm of Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins. I have been a lawyer for 43 years, including 13 years as a trial judge and 13 years as an appellate judge. I have presided over almost every kind of civil and criminal case, and I have seen litigants facing almost every legal problem you can imagine. What is the most important thing for a litigant to do? It is to obtain the right lawyer, someone with the ability to navigate you through the court system and achieve the best possible outcome. At Idala Bertuna and Cammons, that is what we offer. When I was on the bench, Idala Bertuna and Cammons earned the reputation of being the boutique law firm that fights passionately for their clients in the most professional manner in both civil and criminal cases. I am proud to be a member of the Idala Bertuna and Cammons law firm, where our lawyers will give you the powerful representation you all deserve. At the top of the hour, you heard the great Joni Pelzer talk about this vat of hemp leaf I have on my desk. Because, uh, you know, sometimes it's a stressful job. And just putting a little shea butter all over my body in the middle of the day really gets me going. Um, I put it on this morning. Arthur goes, Daddy, why are you put this orange stuff on your face? But it d- disappears. And then he smells it. And he goes, it smells like orange. I was like, yeah, that's why it is orange. Because it's made with all natural 
products that are vegan-friendly and cruelty-free, and they're all made in Long Island. They have a facility in Long Island. They have these shea butters, these whipped body butters. They are fantastic. They leave your skin feeling soft, smooth, and hydrated. Their liquid black soap glides on when you're in the shower, leaving your skin soft and crisp. And they have this Icy Pot. Now, um, I haven't dived into the Icy Pot yet. Sambolino, maybe I'll give it to you. You're a big workout guy. You know, a big physical fitness buff. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I get achy sometimes. All right. And Marianne uses the Helixer, which is this little packet that you just open up and you put on the heel of your foot right after you wear those five-inch heels that Marianne walks. Well, she's probably not wearing five inches heels into the courthouse. That's when we go out at night. But like three inches. Uh, but when you walk in from the Brooklyn Courthouse to the Manhattan Courthouse and you're running all over the place, those feet take a beating. So... Remember, they wouldn't let you put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. That's what Sam Bellino says. So visit Hempleaf, H-E-M-P-L-I-E-F, H-E-M-P-L-I-E-F.com, Hempleaf.com. Mention the name Arthur or Arturo at checkout and you'll receive 10% off. We return now with lifetime New Yorker and legal analyst, attorney Arthur Idala and the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Well, if you walked into that courtroom in Brooklyn, New York, and on the outside of that door it said Patricia Domingo, you better have a respect, all kinds of respect, even though sometimes her robe was very attractively like slipping off her shoulder and she looked just so beautiful sitting on that bench. Uh, that beauty s- faded very quickly when she started yelling at either you, your client, the DA or someone else because she ruled with an iron fist, <clears throat> but with a big smile on her face and all kidding aside, judge Patricia Domingo, who I was fortunate enough to try a case in front of really did her homework throughout her life, throughout school and, and her time uh, as a lawyer before she was a judge because she was very, very impressive with her knowledge of the law without looking at a, a laptop or a phone or anything like that. It would just rolled from her brain uh, right off of her tongue, and she knew what she was doing. She's now a television star. Um, you know, she achieved all she could achieve on the bench of retiring as the administrative judge of Kings County. Uh, she held the respect of so many. She was the recipient of the Scalia Rapallo Award here in New York City, amongst many, 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 many other awards, too many to name. Um, and now she's on the airwaves of the Idola Power Hour to talk to us about life as a woman in the law, from being a lawyer to a judge to a TV star. Welcome to the Idola Power Hour, Patricia Domingo. Arthur, it's a, it is really terrific to be on the show with you. You're amazing. You know, you have, you're a famous lawyer, you're a radio spokesperson, you're a legal analyst, and after listening to you, your new career could be in advertising. I swear. <laughs> well, listen, I know this is just a little radio show. You're used to being on Rachel Ray. You're used to being on The View. You're used to being on, on Channel 2 all the afternoon. Before I forget, before I run out of time, tell me about your new project that you're doing. Well, I'm a judge on an upcoming program called Tribunal Justice. It's going to be streaming on Amazon Freebie. It is a, speaking about women, I mean, it is a creation of one of the most amazing women I know, uh, second to my mom, uh, Judge Judy Scheinlin, and she's created this show. She is also 
well known to the Amazon uh, people because she's been extremely successful with her show, uh, Judy Justice. I think my new show is going to be amazing. It has humor. It has drama. It's got teachable moments. And I think that the viewing public will embrace it and love it. So, so stay tuned. Okay. All right. Just just check out the Amazon. I'm sure it pops up every time I, I look to go buy like new razors. I'm sure something will pop up that says tune in tonight. It won't be hard to find. And you had so much success um, with your CBS show, uh, Hot Bench. Um, but that was after, you know, you really, really made a huge impact on the lives of many, many, like thousands and thousands in your career as a, a lawyer and then as a judge. But, you know, you're you're. A few days older than our last guest, Marianne Bertuna. So you probably experienced a little bit more prejudice as being a woman back in the day. Uh, you know, I remember when you as a law secretary, <clears throat> um, when I, I guess I was when I first started in the office in 1992. Um, so tell the listeners a little bit about how the at least our legal profession has changed regarding women and the acceptance of women. Because Judge Domingo... You know, I can rattle off all the judges I appeared in front of as a district attorney, assistant district attorney in the early 90s. I can't say one woman except I can think of as Ann Feldman. Oh, and Judge Demarest. I guess those were the two. Um, and then, you know, and then today I walk into courtrooms and I think the majority are women. So in these, you know, 35 years, things have changed a lot. Yes, they have. I mean, just to be just a simple little story before I get into the legal profession. When I was, I grew up right next to a schoolyard and I'd get up in the morning and I'd go there in the summer or during after school and I'd go in that schoolyard and I'd play. And I was very athletic as a, as a young girl and I was athletic and I used to pitch for my sixth grade softball team. And when it came time for the playoffs, they said I was all set to go out on the mound and pitch and they said, oh, no, I'm sorry. Girls can't do the girls can't play. And I went, oh, I didn't know that. They go, oh, yeah, that's the rule. Girls don't play. And so I stepped off the mound, and then they had to figure out who else was going to pitch. And the thing is, I never thought twice about it because there were things girls didn't do and were not accepted. And now, I mean, when I went to law school, maybe we were 20% of the class. And now, as you said, Arthur, no matter how you twist or turn, there are bright, intelligent Charming, beautiful women um, in positions of of power uh, in the legal field, on the bench, everywhere, and deservingly so. And so, that days like today, you know, you say, "Well, why do you need a specific day?" It's like saying, "Well, today I'm going to go to my grandmother because I want to thank her for what she did, and tomorrow I'm going to go to my uncle because of how good he was." It's just a day where we say, "Look at how far women have come," and they really, truly have. Years ago, if you were attractive in any way, they assumed you were stupid. It's terrible to say, but it's true. Well, it's a cross. It's a cross you have to bear, beautiful Patricia Domingo. I mean, being attractive. I'm. I'm so sorry you had to bear that burden your whole life. I'm not talking about me specifically. I'm just saying that that was the general thing. You know, you women. They didn't expect women to be that well-rounded. You know, a man could be handsome and charming and he could be the president or CEO of a company. But, you know, they didn't have that. The same thing, you know, women were not pushed. 
My high school class, when I graduated high school, uh, most of my most of the Italian American women I knew, they went into back then what they called commercial programs. They were gearing to be secretaries. Today, those same women, I promise you, Arthur, those same women, and my secretary Anna is one of them. She would have been the judge, not the judge's secretary. But they didn't get pushed in that direction. I was lucky enough to have two parents, both my mom born in Italy, I'm first generation Italian, but she knew the importance of education. My father knew the importance of education. And because of them, I was able to be in that group right out of the right out of the box who was and, going and to be e- even though my mom is much older than you, she was in the same so which is even more for, more so for my mother. I don't think any of her friends out of high school were going to college. My mom was like the only one who went to college and then got her master's degree in education. And for those of you who don't know, as powerful and awesome as Judge Patricia Domingo is, her mother, Mafaldo, was a powerhouse when Italian-American women just weren't in the 60s and, and the 70s in, in New York. I mean, it just she was a very, very unique, special woman. And I know your daddy's little girl, so we won't, you know, I won't pass up on mentioning your dad, Tony, the doctor. Um, but uh, Judge Domingo, I, I, I want to end by asking you the same question I asked Marianne was, what were the advantages, though, being a woman and being an attractive woman, whether it was, you know, when you were in the DA's office or whether you were a law secretary or whether you were on a bench? You know, it's an asset. I mean, in my view, I view being everybody, anybody, any background, male, female, any ethnic background. If you take care of yourself, if you present yourself well, um, if you're whether you're, you know, strikingly beautiful or just beautiful inside, that comes across. And people want to be with individuals who both care, love themselves and treat others the same way they like. That same way they treat others with with heart, with caring, and it, 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 it comes across. And so, you know, they used to say to me, you know, do you think you get verdicts and cases because of how you look or they, of course you do, like everything else in life. It's just how you put yourself out there, how you show yourself. And you can't let other, dict- other people's limitations on who you are or what you're about dictate what you believe about yourself and what do you think you can achieve? Because women, Italian women, people I grew up with, they worked hard and they were successful. And and you, you just, that's important. Well, I have Patricia Domango, as we let you go, Judge Domango, I want you to, to tell us one more time about your new show and how people can find it. Well, it's not airing yet. So it's a, it's actually in the works. Uh, we've taped shows, but it's not uh, it's not going to air just yet. It is Tribunal Justice. It will stream on Amazon, and you've just got to wait for that. Well, speaking wait. about Amazon, if people want to buy your cookbook, what's the name of it, and where do they find? And and they could go on Amazon. I'm sure to find that. My cookbook is called From the Kitchen because when I grew up, my high chair was right in my grandmother's kitchen, and I watched her cook and make pastas and it's from the kitchen to the courtroom so that people who think well i didn't grow up in a home where they spoke english or i didn't grow up in a home that had money um yeah neither did i and i started there and from with but hard work and dedication and 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 really concentrating on where i wanted to go in life i ended up 
being a judge. So it's from, from the, the kitchen, kitchen to the courtroom. Although I don't remember Domingo you ever like whipping up any pasta in your chambers. But you know, I'll I'll, I'll cut you some slack. But I have, and I'll, to this day, it's going to be our twenty year anniversary. That spiral ham you made. <laughs> It still stands up, still sticks in my mind because it was a St. Patty's Day thing. Judge Domingo, I got to go. I have a, a don't get mad at me because you know, I'm, I'm still afraid of you, even though you're not on the bench. Um, and I your do. boy Luca just walked in, who's taller than I am, and he sends you his love, and he's doing better than ever. So uh, we hope we see you very soon. Luca, you have my love as always. You take care. Thank you all right. for the opportunity to be on your show. Oh, the, the pleasure's all mine. All right, folks, we'll be right back after these messages. Don't go anywhere. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-333-1750. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-333-1750. 800-333-1750. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti, each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn's signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. So Perillo Tours is starting their 78th year in business with vacations to Italy and now Hawaii, Spain, and Greece, too. Wow. You should take them up on it. Perillo Tour is fantastic. But the AM970 family is going to have a special tour with Joe Piscopo. That's right, a special Italy tour, Rome and Sicily. Three nights in Rome, seeing all the important sights. Piscopo singing to you at a dinner party, unbelievable. Fly to Sicily for three nights in Taromina with special day trips along the coast, including to Savoca, Forza de Argo, and the sites where they actually film the movie The Godfather. A wonderful wine tasting at Mount Etna, and then on to Palermo for three additional nights before flying home. The tour dates are October 18th to 28th. Call Perillo Tours at 800-431-1515, 1-800-431-1515 for your reservations or visit perillotours.com. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. She's just a girl and she's on fire. Welcome back to the Idola Power Hour on International Women's Day. You know, you just heard from two lawyers, one who became a judge, the other one who was the president of bar associations. And obviously, along the way, they experienced a little discrimination because they were women. But when you think about the automobile world and you think about, you know, the experts in the automobile world and you think, oh, someone is called a car coach or has a show called Car, car Coach Reports. Would you think it's a beautiful woman named Lauren Fix? You just wouldn't. I wouldn't. 
But I was lucky enough to meet Lauren, I don't know, a decade ago at Fox News. We've been friends ever since when I knew I was going to get this radio show. And I'm a little bit of a, I got that car disease. (laughs) I call it a little bit of a disease. Uh, There wasn't a doubt in my mind who I wanted to have as a regular guest on this show. And she has been a regular guest on this show. The one, the only, the car coach, Lauren Fix. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Arthur. Thank you for having me on. It's always a pleasure. We uh, We love cars. You and I could talk all day. I know. Well, I learned from you. I mean, you 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 know so much more about everything in the world of automobiles than I do. Lauren, tell me along the way. I mean, you have a very successful uh, uh, footprint all over the internet. Um, but but in the world of cars, everybody knows who you are. You're at all the car shows, all the grand openings, etc., all over the world. What's it like for you to be a woman in this industry? And again, you didn't start yesterday. You've been in here for, for a long time. No, I did not. Yeah. Well, I started working for my dad's brake company and I used to answer the phones and I was, I've always had a deeper voice and I used to get, I need to talk to a guy who wants to talk about cars and, you know, about a problem or whatever. And I go, what can I do for you? And it was all a matter of an attitude I always had. <clears throat> and my father used to say, if you're going to succeed, in this world, you have to be an M&M. And I remember him telling me this, you know, I like 15 years old. And I, and I was like, well, what do you mean? Because you can be as soft as you want on the inside, but on the outside, you have to have a hard shell because they will eat you alive. An M&M, and M&M, the candy. Okay. Yep. The can- I was yep. going to say, what the heck is an M&M? Okay, go ahead. Yeah. But it was important. He said, if you're ever going to cry, he says, go out to your car, drive away. Don't let them ever see you cry because they know they got you. And I always remembered that. So there's been times it's been tough and I've had to walk away, but I've had a lot of, um, lot of pushback uh, over the years, especially when I was younger. I'd go to the races and, you know, I've been racing cars. My whole life is cars, R- racing, restoring, auto. Her industry. daughter's name is Shelby. For the, if, you want, yeah. if you don't believe her, her daughter's name is Shelby. And there's another, and there's a grandchild coming. And I'm sure that'll have some sort of a car just, name to she it. She was just born. Yes. Ten days ago, her name is Senna after the famous racer Art and Senna. Or if you're into McLaren, there is a McLaren Senna. Congratulations, so, Grandma. You certainly don't look you. like a grandma. Oh, I don't know if that's no, politically incorrect, but you look no. great. <laughs> Thank you. No, I'm Gigi. I, I don't want to be Grandma. Grandma's an old lady. I'm not an old lady. All um, right, Gigi. But, uh, there's, <laughs> but there's been a lot of, um, a lot over the years, one of the things I've learned is there's only a glass ceiling if you put it there. And I have always pushed against whatever the, the, the narrative was. As a matter of fact, I was at a big Amelia Island car show in uh, Florida this weekend, and I was talking to another female judge who was saying, well, I don't want to approach these drivers with these whatever kind of high-end cars because they're going to talk down to me. And I said, oh, no. I said, you got to walk up there and say, I'm the head judge, and we're here to judge your car. And you have to come across with an attitude. For a woman, you come across like you're a bitch. But for a guy, if you did that, you'd be like, oh, he's tough, he's strong. So you have to come across in that happy balance where you're strong and they're not going to walk on you, but also strong enough, to, you know, not, you know, on a softer side. And it's, I've learned the balance over the years, but I have never felt intimidated. If you feel intimidated in any way, especially in the auto industry, you won't get anywhere. And on the other side, if you go, oh, you're offending me or you, you get very weak about everything. Oh, you hurt my feelings. You're never going to get anywhere. They'll, they'll destroy you. So, Lauren, so I, you I'm going to ask you this. Through. I'm going to ask you the same question I asked my last two guests uh, and they were in the legal field. But tell us about the advantages in the being a critic, basically, and an expert in the automobile industry by being a woman. 
Well, there's a lot of advantages, especially as time has gone on, not because I'm getting older, but because they, the manufacturers are realizing that women make 85% of the buying decisions. We have over 62% of the cars on the road, and we have 95% veto power. So what's great is I've become friends with a lot of these internal people and executives, and I feel like everybody's mother because they'll sit down and talk to me over a cup of coffee or a drink and tell me all their personal stories, which I would never share or hurt or, or break that trust. But that shows a trust in me that they believe in me, and, and that's, that's a, uh, an advantage that you have. You give everyone a hug. Guys don't typically give other guys hugs, but they'll give me a hug. And so I use that to my advantage. So you can still use your, your, your uh, diva powers, shall we say, for good, but not for evil. All right, folks. Well, that is Lauren Fix. Lauren, thank you so much. Hopefully we'll talk to you on Monday for uh, Motor yeah. Monday. If you're around, congratulations on your grandchild. And thank Gigi you. is your new name. And um, we'll, yeah. we'll talk to you real soon. <laughs> Thanks, Arthur. Thanks. Have a great night. So we're going to end the show where we began with Joan. Hi, Joan. Hi, Arthur. Um, Joan, we have two <laughs> minutes left. Number one, I want to thank you. You produced an excellent show today. Thank you. And, and you know, you just got tweeted by the New York City uh, Chief of Transit, oh, NYPD, because we tweeted him. There we go, Michael about Kemper. About some, some subway crime stats just, that were put out there. Can I brag about you for a second? You can. Okay. Um, I could. I, I've said Please this before. Do, I'll do. say it again. <laughs> I can never do this show without you. Like, 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 just do it. Um, and then I think like the best shows that we have are the ones that you are really actively involved in. I mean, even today you, you gave me all the biographies. You Did you read them? Great, great. <laughs> I, I, well, I kind of knew a little bit about my wife. And since I know Judge Domango 30 years, I think I kind of know a little bit about her. So, I but thank love you. her, by the way. And listen, you are a very powerful woman. You're very, uh, you're, you're very dynamic. People really adore oh, you, even though Sam Bellino thinks you should be called. She drives <laughs> me crazy. Um, he so, loves me secretly. I, so does Alex. So does Sam. So does Sabelia and everyone else. I just want to thank you on International Aww. Women's Day for being a thank wonderful, you. powerful, strong woman who helps the Idola Power Hour thrive because we are thriving. We're gonna we have, we're gonna have Ingrid on right this week. From we're City supposed Hall. to have Ingrid we're on have this Ingrid week. On. We're gonna have the Chief of Transit Kemper on, and he's tweeting you. We're gonna have um, we're gonna have the Chief of the we're the Commissioner of the FDNY on Laura Laura, Ka- Laura Laura or Lauren Laura, Laura Laura. We have a lot of people coming up. All right, so. Tonight, on a Wednesday night, Luca and I are Shout going out to Shout out to your see, mommy, too. Of course. We're going to go out, and Luca and I are going to go have some dinner with, uh, I think, uh, maybe Uncle Geraldo and Paul Ooh. Carlucci. Have a great night, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons PC. Portions of the Arthur Idala Power Hour sponsored by Hempleaf. We won't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.